It's like, uh, can I just uh, relate a very short line from Frank Sinatra? Mm -hmm, sure. As the morning casts a thousand bits of sunlight, and they shine like diamonds on the morning dew, I believe that each and every single one of them is mine alone to see. Yeah. Because you are there at that moment and it fulfills, it coincides with the dream, with your dream. And that's the moment of joy. And the others may not go through that same, but they can feel the joy, mm -hmm. you know? But here now, one thing which I'm wanting to tell you is, here you see something and you take a photograph which resembles your dream. But now a craft is, uh, I believe, a craft is when you can make that dream or to express that dream without any foreign uh, uh, help. Yeah, yeah. Hey y'all, welcome back to Gramps Place, where I have the conversations everyone wants to have. We talk about all things government, economics, cannabis law reform, social equity, and politics, to name just a few. I talk with doctors, scientists, researchers, patients, and more, where you can get the information you need to make an educated decision. In this episode, I have the unique privilege to speak with someone who is an artist, but not just an artist in the kind of art we all know. I would say my guest is an artist of the mind and soul. Join me on what I thought would be a nice interview of an artist who would not only share with us his art, but also his story of salvation from alcoholism through cannabis and his cannabis art. What we got was that and oh, so much more. Join me and my extraordinary guest, Mohan Sundarijan, on a journey of mind, soul, and artistry. Hello, Mohan, and thank you for joining me here on Gramps Place. It's a pleasure having, uh, having me on your show. It's wonderful to have you. Uh, your story is a very, very interesting one. Uh, I want to start out with with basically, you know, introducing yourself and your life, how you started out, where you were born, where you're from, how you traveled to different places, and how you found your way into becoming an artist as a way of living. Oh, I was born in India in a town called Bangalore. Then it was a population of a 250,000. Today, there's mm. over 10 million. Yeah. It's a madhouse. I haven't been there for the past, I don't know how many years, almost 25 years. But uh, at the age of 20, I went to England and uh, stayed there for three years. And then went to Austria, spent 28 years in Austria. And then 
having divorced an American, she came here with my little son. And after they came here, I couldn't uh, bear it without my son. So I came sure. here and uh, I've been here since. Now that's almost 30, 33 years I'm here. Okay. But uh, with uh, becoming an artist, I don't think anyone can become an artist. We are artists, each one of us, because we're all born with a certain ability. Yes. And uh, what your capabilities are from that single ability is uh, your imagination it's what you can think beyond what's uh, there to just be seen and uh, it's a dream you know and if you can express your dream not impress people with your technique or with your because that everyone is doing that and everyone are impressing but uh, when you have we all have dreams but we have I'm not talking about the dreams you're brought up to chase after, like a big bank account or a big house, big whatever it is, surplus sure. of everything. But uh, a dream is when you put your head onto your pillow and you go away into your, I would say it's a conscious subconsciousness. Mm -hmm. Because you digest everything which you go through the day, through the goods and bads, but when you put your head on your on your pillow and then out of all this world where you are basically senseless yeah and that takes you into a realm which is undefinable mm -hmm. and uh, but it's something unique and when you wake up in the morning and you meet the day the inspirations that uh, you feel, you cannot express this with uh, words. It's only with actions you can express this beautiful place that uh, your dream to took you to. That, if you are able to express that, that which you've uh, experienced doesn't belong to you alone. It belongs to everyone. Okay. And if you can express it, it's uh, because we are here, when people say, think out of the box, you cannot think out of the box with a conscious mind. You have to be out of the box in order to be able to think out of the box. Okay. What they say, what they mean with think out of the box is to find a loophole or a trick within the box. Sure. But when you're out of the box, you can think out of the box and have a better view of what's going on in the box. I can see but when that. You, when you're able to get out of the box, it's, it's, you make many uh, reasons why you want to get back into the box. And uh, you'll be always opposing what's all taking place in this box because you've experienced that beautiful realm of being out of this box where you're free, you, you, you are nothing, but at the same time, you're everything, you know, and this experience that if you can express this in, uh, in whether it's in music or in form or some express this dream, 
Mm-hmm. Even in your daily work, you can you can live this dream. Though you're programmed to get up in the morning, have your shave, have your shower, and get get uh, meet the day, but uh, it gives you much more energy where you can use this energy in the right direction. No okay. one's going to tell you where to use this energy because there's a certain amount of energy you have to use in order to survive. Sure. There is a, but we all have extra energy. When when I talk to people, they say, yeah, but I don't have the time. We never make the time. We've got all the time in the world. It's just a certain, I would, I would, uh, categorize time as moments. It's moments that we can use that energy. It's the moment is, whole life is a moment. If you're living in the now, in the present, you are aware of everything around you. So so there are certain things which get gets into an automation. But you're able to you, uh, you're able to do that. That's the the machine. But the thoughts that go into creating that machine is not being able to be seen anywhere. It's only through the deeds that one does. I wonder if you can get, understand me. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's. Uh, we all are talented. We are all artists, and uh, it's uh, it, uh, it's a it's a it's a kind of a self therapy, wanting to find the truth. We are all born with one truth, but we are brought up with so many truths, and that's so very true to see it today. Yeah, you know, but we when we talk about. Uh, health we, we we talk about these health gurus and these yoga instructors and all that it's uh we have everything within us we just have to face ourselves we have to be honest with ourselves and be self-critical also we should be so strong not always finding fault i mean yeah. if you if you find fault it's a fault which exists, but you can't live your life just uh, blaming that. Blame yourself for thinking about that fault so often. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest fault. Because if you can be self-critical, you get to, you 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 make your life more simpler. Sure. And you search for the genuinity in. Uh, in uh, whatever deeds are being done. You know, because it's very easy. That's why I said express instead of impress. Mm-hmm. Because when we impress, we are, we've got our ego ahead of us. Yeah. And we want to satisfy that ego. But uh, if you're in that realm where you're in nothingness. You're out of this box. There's no ego there. Yeah. So anything you, uh, anything beautiful you experience, and if you can express that, 
every one of us go through that. Sure. And that's why Picasso said, the reason in life is to find your gift and its purpose is to give it away because it doesn't belong to you anymore. And it's something that can never get lost. Yeah, I love that. And that, because we, the, uh, the, a very close friend of mine, a professor, I did not know he was a professor in uh, uh, neuroscience. Okay. He was, uh, he's one of the uh, leading uh, neuroscientists and he was uh, Nobel Prize category. And I did not know him. He was a very simple man. And we were talking because I was, while I was doing handyman work, I was helping him with some shelves in his, uh, in his studio. And okay. uh, we were talking about things. And now he's got pages of degrees. And I was just managed to finish my high school. But still, when we both got involved in a conversation, it was something like we two kids in the playground. Yeah. You know, and uh, that drew, uh, that uh, strengthened our relationship because there's no tips I can give him. And uh, the, he, he, his knowledge is too high, way above my means of comprehending. So there was no point in, in that uh, tit for tat kind of uh, attitude. We were just two kids playing around in a, a sand pen. Sure. And when I finished my first piece of uh, woven painting, have you seen my woven art? Yeah, I was, I was going to get to that. I, I... I visited your website and I love just about everything you have on there. And that happens now. Mm. This is, uh, th that's another thing. We have, each one of us have art in us, but we have to cultivate it. We have to be occupied with it because uh, to tell you the truth, magic happens by accident. Nobody can create magic. We are living in magic. Mm -hmm. This whole creation is magic. And I live it the moment, whatever it offers. And there's such a lot it offers to me. Now, when I started, uh, since a child, I always uh, enjoyed playing around with colors. Right. Even in Austria, I had a business in silk and I used to design my own uh, scarves my own color combinations and it was quite a success but uh, I started feeling uh, working for the sake of living off it was not my purpose I always had a I have to live for what I enjoy and uh, eventually I came down to painting playing around on canvas and very often I felt I was expressing myself I could feel myself. I used to show this professor and he used to say it's uh, interesting and uh, kept on. Uh, I kept on going to gal galleries, trying to find uh, some opening, but nobody was interested. And I used to drink heavily mm -hmm. through frustration, through depression. And uh, I was in a total mess. Until one day I told myself, okay, now 
enough of all this art, uh, this trying to uh, express myself in an artistic way. It's a waste of time. I was so drunk and this was the night. It was at night. My two of my most favorite ones, which I felt I was really, truly involved in that. I could see myself. It was like a reflection of me. The goods and the bads, everything thrown in there. And this professor liked those. And uh, one night I just cut them up into strips, ready to throw them up and uh, throw them into the garbage bin. And uh, that's it. Close shop and continue with my handyman work. Okay. But it was too late in the night, and of course, being to, uh, totally drunk, I had these two uh, uh, canvases cut up into strips ready to throw into the garbage bin. And I said, no, it's too dark now. I may not find the garbage bins, and I don't want it all, all these strips to be in the alley. So I said, I'll do that tomorrow. So I came, uh, I... Uh, slept the night and I went into the garage the next morning and I saw these two heaps of spaghetti looking canvas strips and I said uh, I immediately fell into that situation when I did that yeah. and I had no regrets and then I said okay good now I don't have much time uh, I, I don't have much work so I've got a week's time so I said, I'll try to just play around with these, put them together upside down with the pick, uh, with the painting coloring was at the bottom and just the canvas, the raw canvas. And uh, of course, in that uh, drunken state, I wasn't cutting them straight. It was all crooked. So it was easy for me to put them together. Mm -hmm. And then to my luck, they both were the same size. But to my luck, one was cut vertical and the other was cut horizontal. <laughs> so I said, hey, now wait a minute. Now I don't know which one, which painting is which, but I knew that through the cuts I was able to put them together. And then I realized one I cut horizontal and the other vertical. And I said, okay, good. Now let me see if I can read these two and see what surprise. When I finished that, it took me about three weeks to finish weaving these with, uh, with, uh, the super glue, you know, we uh, uh, gluing the, at each fold, at each weave, so that the dough doesn't go out of place. Mm -hmm. And after I finished it, I turned it over. I almost had a heart attack. Mm. One was a very jovial, brightish color, and the other was a very... Uh, uh, have, you, have you seen any paintings of Max Ernst, the German? No, no I have not. Uh, very uh, oh, El Greco, Lico, okay. you know, all these scary, spooky, and uh, okay. kind of uh, on the edge of uh, destruction or on the edge of uh, the end, you know. Mm -hmm. And the other one was a bright, sunny, uh, colorful one. And when I turned it over, both how these two harmonized with each other. They both were separate paintings. Yeah. And I, I was able to see the paintings in between, you know, uh, uh, trying to uh, eliminate one painting from the other because I knew that. And, uh, but how they harmonized with each other, I said, I have to take this and show it to 
my friend uh, Professor Mandel. I showed it to him. He immediately sat down and he asked me. I rolled it down on the floor. And it was a decent size, like three feet by four feet. And uh, he, he sat down and he said, where did you get this from? I said, I, these were the two paintings you remember you liked? He said, yes. And I said, uh, I decided to pack up with uh, this art stuff. And so I just cut this up. But now this turned out. He said that's the closest he's come to seeing of Einstein's theory of random order. Mm. That itself put me on. <laughs> that encouraged me. Mm -hmm. You know, people, people saw it and said, wow, fantastic, very talented, and this, that, and that. That all yeah. became immaterial to me. But now when he said that was, uh, reminded him of Einstein's theory of random order, in mm. spite of that chaos, there is a certain order. It gave me a completely different outlook towards life. Sure. There is an order which is taking place, and there are certain things we have to accept because uh, things don't go uh, according to the wish of uh, any individual. Or, no. uh, it doesn't go according. Maybe for a certain length of time, you happen to be on a jovial streak, let's put it that way. But there yeah. are hindrances and obstacles which are always there. Because we are in that situation and we have to accept many things that we uh, normally wouldn't. But Absolutely. that's the condition. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I started, uh, I said, okay, good. Now I'll see if I can just take two canvases and no, not make a painting, just color them, just throw color. I used to go up on a ladder and throw because I knew that through this breaking up of these, uh, the weave, it's going to uh, present its own surprise. Yeah. And every time I've done things, I've tried to be uh, like a child. No okay. thoughts. My thoughts, uh, I don't use my thoughts in my paintings because when I'm, uh, I go up on the ladder and uh, just sprinkle different colors of paint on the, on the canvas and go down on my knees and scrub it around. Large paintings, you know, like six feet by nine feet. Okay. I've got, uh, I've got some which are really huge. And, uh, and I started uh, uh, coloring two of the equal sizes, just random. Also, the colors should be random. And then uh, flipping it over and randomly cutting it and then weaving it. And it started, each and every one started bringing a, a certain surprise to me. Mm. And I, I used to show it to, to this gentleman, the Professor Mandel. And he says, I'm your number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that, that's very kind of you. And he loved my pieces. And I, I tried different ways of, uh, Okay, good. I can, this weaving, it's now become automation with me. I can cut and weave it any, any direction, any way. Okay, good. Now, what else can I do? I wanted to try different other medias. And then I tried on aluminum, grinding aluminum. Yeah, and, that's the next thing I was going to ask you about. Um, and, uh, because, you know, uh, 
we usually tend to when we uh, when we get onto that uh, jovial streak which i mentioned to you before we tend to try and keep it that way but we actually we are hindering ourselves from evolving we start stagnating in that mm-hmm. but when we start if we are living the moment and it uh, uh dealing with the immediate uh, responses to your actions you start evolving there are certain things you know you in a society you could do and you should do you you become more uh, conscious of your of your being and okay. others and so when you feel joy <laughs> you would like that joy to spread and uh i'm uh, i teamed up with this uh, friend of mine who lived actually in the same building as this professor steve and uh, i'm so happy that he started posting it and uh, and i get such a lot of response and i'm happy that's my reward that the this joy that i have spreads mm-hmm. and i uh, i don't live off my my uh, craft i call it a craft mm-hmm. but i live for it sure and now i'm 77 years old and i'm so happy that at least i'm able to be of that i think which i should be honest truthful and uh, i show everyone even the childish uh, behavior of mine now i'm 77 my son calls me childish you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's like a child you know you want you always want to experience something new something new something new and better still if it's all within your reach yeah we 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 reach out further the dimensions will expand just master what's within your reach gradually you you start realizing that there is many more abilities uh, many more capabilities of with just, just that one ability and uh, of course uh, uh, we have to we have to face up to to critic we 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 feel blessed when something good happens to us when i say blessed we say ah fantastic and we kind of take uh, take uh, oh, how should i say responsibility for it mm-hmm. but when something goes wrong we say why me lord <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely when something good happens why don't you ask why me lord Mhm. Yeah that if you are able to get yourself to that I I call it zero. Because uh, knowledge is something which uh, if you realize what knowledge is is what is known. That's why it's knowledge a ledger of known. But there's so much more in the unknown and that's out of the box. and uh, you experience strange beautiful things and things like 
taking you to the edge of uh, spooky and comfort at the same time. And that's a feeling that uh, is very hard to give up once you're able to feel it. It's got nothing to do with religion or with uh, uh, we all term that term God. No, you're never alone. Yeah. Ah, I mean, you are alone, but you're never lonely. Yeah. Before me. And that's a beautiful thing because then you are undisturbed. You can, you can, uh, and it's, I, I would say that I, uh, when I paint, it's also moments. It's not how long did it take me because my mind, once I'm able to get into the swing of things, certain things go automatic. But yeah. my thoughts don't have to be concentrated with that. My thoughts go all over. My thoughts go on the, the, the daily news. My thoughts go on to my childhood, my friends in Austria, my, my uh, close relatives, my, uh, on many things about the people at the grocery store that I go to do my shopping. And, uh, and uh, I'm excited uh, to meet people. But I don't go out very much. Yeah. Because I'm, uh, because uh, to tell you the truth, there's a lot of hypocrisy. I, I, I come in car, car, encounter many uh, hypocrisy. And that's something which I cannot, uh, uh, I'm allergic to that. Yeah, I can understand <laughs> that totally. Yeah, and, uh, and, it's uh, everywhere. Pardon this short break for a word from our sponsors. Hey y'all. Are you enjoying the guests and content Gramps is bringing you each week? Did you know he does this all on his own? No production team and no producers. Just Gramps. If you like the show, please think about becoming a monthly supporter. It can be as little as 99 cents per month. You would be surprised at how much that can help. Just follow the link in the show description where it says support this podcast here. And as always, Gramps thanks you for listening and for your support. Welcome back to Gramps Place, the podcast where Gramps and his guests talk about all things cannabis and cannabis law reform along with anything else that piques public interests. I'd like to, I'd like to be, there are, there are a few people that I, uh, that sponta- are spontaneous, you know, and spontaneous, you talk what, how you feel. Mm-hmm. We are so scared that if we, if we present ourselves in a certain way, we wouldn't be liked. <laughs> So we have to impress them to like us. That's also false. Yeah. And uh, it's all to satisfy the ego. Mm-hmm. But if you realize that uh, it's the intelligence, it's not the knowledge. Because there are people who haven't even read a book, but if you give them a puzzle to put together, they can do it within a jiffy, even before a well-educated person can. Yeah. You know, it's that how you... And we are all born with that capability. No, with that ability. But what we are capable of doing with it, of course, there's a a lot of confusion going on because of that. There's such a lot of energy, human energy, which 
which could be used, utilized for its purpose that yeah. it was meant for. But this is a thing which only the individual can come on to. Because I say there's always, there's an energy flowing through each one of us. No one is deprived of that energy. But realizing it and using it for its purpose. Now that makes you more aware of conscious about, uh, you know, decency and uh, honesty and all that is all, these are words. But you know, yeah. the being, being is the most important thing. You know, we, we put on such a lot of things on over us, but we cover up that, that, uh, that light which we should be actually seeking, which is within us. Yeah. There's a saying, we are all born stars covered in skin. Mm -hmm. But the light we seek can only twinkle from within. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is a... It's, it's got nothing to do with religion. It's got to do with your able to distance yourself from this chaos which is taking place. I mean, you have to, you're living with it. That's not meaning that you accept it, but that doesn't mean to say that you want to have it different because for your way it cannot be good for everyone. Yeah. So you just do your thing, what is within your reach. And if possible, your own thing. And you can only do your own thing alone. Yeah. That's what I would recommend everyone. Get involved with a craft. Doesn't matter what. Just a craft. Because that, that helps you get you, uh, gets you closer to yourself. It gives you an, a, a chance to, to feel yourself. Mm -hmm. And realize that there's a lot within. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to ask you, uh, aside from your, your weaving canvas and your, your grinding metal, uh, you also do cannabis art, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, yes. Uh, tell us, I, tell, tell us how you got started in, with cannabis art. And then also, uh, cannabis helped you with your alcoholism, did it not? Oh, yes. Uh, tell uh, us, tell us a little uh, bit about that. When I was painting before, I used to paint them single paintings, and I had a lot of them. But as I said, I used to go over to galleries trying to show them and trying to have an outlet for my paintings so that I can spend more time with it. But then, uh, unfortunately, in 2017, I had a very difficult time, and so I wanted to actually close shop. So I called Steve and I asked him to come take these paintings with him because he was the only one who who was able to, uh, I felt it was in the right hands. So I, I uh, gave him those paintings and I said, see if you can do something with them because I'm, I'm, uh, I, was, uh, I was on the brink, <laughs> if okay. you know what I mean. Sure. And uh, then in 2018, beginning 2018, he, he suggested, hey, the cannabis business is going to be pretty big. Would you like to try start weaving again and uh, doing something with the cannabis leaf? I said, uh, yeah, let's see. And then I, was, I Googled cannabis leaves. There were so many I did not know. I was too confused. So I said, okay, good. I'll 
try something. I'll do a cannabis leaf just with my uh, imagination. And I did one with 11 arms. And I wove it together and I sent it to him. And he immediately showed it to a couple of uh, uh, people, uh, companies in, uh, in La Las Vegas and in uh, Arizona, Phoenix. And uh, they immediately, the, that very same week, they published the, this painting with a write-up about me in their first magazine. Oh, really? <laughs> the cannabis magazines. One was the Cannabis Las, Las Vegas, and the other was Cactus Cannabis. Hmm. And uh, in these two magazines. And then uh, Steve said, Mohan, we have to keep doing this. So that was the thing that gave me the boost again. Okay. And the reason why I stayed with the cannabis leaf is because I'm able to express my my gratitude towards nature, the experiences I have, the the impulses I get from nature, the colors, the tones of the birds, everything, the ocean. I live here in San Diego, which is just not. Uh, I'm just uh, a couple of blocks away from the ocean. I, okay. I used to take walks with my dog, my dog, a dachshund, and uh, he used to hang around some bushes and then sniff around, and that gave me some time to see flowers, which I usually walked past taking them for granted. Mm -hmm. so with my dog, I had more time to, to look at these tiny flowers and there's a whole universe within them. If uh, you can just dream, I look at them and I dream and I come back home and I, I'm in that dream and I didn't get up on the ladder and start off throwing paint on, <laughs> on canvas and then working on them. And it, it released such a lot of, uh, uh, what should I say? Uh, so I was never stressful. I was very, uh, how should I say, nervous, nervous. Mm -hmm. Oh, would I get it right? Would I get it wrong? Because when I used to have my business, I used to sell the sell my works. So I used to be very careful that I get things right. But here, this released me, and I said, okay, good. If those colors that I use. Uh, come out different when no one else has seen them. I know they exist somewhere. So I knew that I'm just doing what nature, a bird flies past. I see the color of the birds and I paint a leaf with those colors. <laughs> you know, it's mm -hmm. uh, random and there's such a lot. Uh, it's, it's like uh, the whole uh, universe has opened up yeah. with this cannabis. Uh, and I used to smoke uh, previously, but uh, I never enjoyed it as much. Now when I have a hit, it, it makes me, it calms me down. Mm -hmm. And of course, with alcohol in uh, 2015, when I started weaving, that, uh, when that took place, when I said I nearly got a heart attack with my first woven piece, Mm -hmm. This was 2015. Okay. I immediately overnight stopped booze because I knew I was on something very sacred as far as I'm concerned. 
Yeah. Because this is something which, when I do something which is giving me a heart attack from surprises, uh, there's something going on. So I went first to this uh, to this professor, and I wanted to know what, what what he thought about it. And I didn't even have to tell him anything. He 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 said what I what I needed to hear mm-hmm. about this random order, and that gave me wind beneath my wings and i said with this going on alcohol is no more because alcohol used to make me uh, no no never never uh, it was fun when i used to drink when i was with friends in austria or friends here shooting some pool and all that it was fun sure, but sure. You know, i got some other interests which i have to pay my total attention to mm-hmm because this is a gift which I wouldn't like to misuse. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm not selling any of my paintings. Uh, Steve, I say if you uh, find people who can uh, who can uh, kind of sponsor and if we can have posters made from these, that companies who sponsor give it to them and they can give it to their clients as an advertising. And so the joy spreads. There are so many other ways where you can, uh, where you can, I don't want to work and sell paintings to make the money to go print, have them printed and back and forth. No, that's, uh, I'm, I'm doing my bit. And if somebody else is interested in doing their bit, which harmonizes with what, uh, what we are doing, we welcome that, you know, because okay. energies in positive direction does everyone some good sometimes. Sure. And uh, so this is my donation actually to 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 my gratitude for being around to experience this wonder in which we are in. So so that's how people can can get your artwork to hang in their own home is actually a replica of of the original it's not they can't get the original yeah and, uh, they have they have so many uh, beautiful uh, possibilities today with uh, reproducing and uh, you know because people like uh, like uh, to possess stuff mm-hmm. and just because they like to possess stuff <laughs> i don't want to I don't want to uh, manipulate on that. Mm-hmm. If they like it and if it's possible, because an original I cannot. Now I'm working on uh, plywood paintings with black light and different colors, and uh, because I'm uh, making a wall of uh, wall of leaves, a hundred okay. paintings, eight foot high. That's the normal uh, height and. 25 frames going across by four on each frame. And as I go along, I'm making these frames with Velcro where you can attach them and screw them up with fly nuts. And so these 25 could be set up within 20 minutes, but a whole wall would be almost 33 feet long, eight feet wide. And we're looking for, for... an exhibition to exhibit these once in uh, how they look normal and then switch out all the lights and then have the black lights on. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. That would be something amazing. 
I've got some uh, woven pieces also from canvas woven with black lights, you know, and mm -hmm. having a few of these, I've got enough to fill up a museum. Mm. You know, because this professor said these don't belong in a public, uh, in a private collection. They belong in a public place. And I agree with them totally. Okay. So where can people go to, to find your works, to, to see them and, and see if they want to get a replica made or something? At, at the moment, uh, uh, we are just working on, uh, I'm doing my thing, working on these paintings. And uh, Steve is contacting a few people in LA and uh, wherever, New York, he's uh, also trying some, uh, uh, working out with some people where we can have an exhibition. LA would be perfect because that's close to San Diego mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I've got some really huge pieces and uh, I don't think all of them are on the website but uh, most of them are yeah it'd be hard to transport too far right yeah and this COVID stuff came up and that put everything on hold and no uh, so, absolutely but you know the joy that I have had doing these and the joy I have doing them, I, I'm already rewarded. So it's just, uh, if it does come to being that we are exhibited, good. And sure. uh, during that time, if there's, uh, if there could be some posters made to give those visitors, you know, it's, uh, communication is the most important. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not uh, it's not a, con a conversation which uh, words uh, words are so difficult to to uh, find to express that real deep feeling which is within you. You know, sure. and that's why at times melodies uh, speak louder, or colors, a combination of colors uh, speak louder. You know, it's that moment. And, mm -hmm. uh, and we're all hungry for that because we all like to feel good. Yeah. You know, I used to do a lot of photography when I was younger. And uh, back when it was real photography before the digital age came yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. With the film, the reel you had to put in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you had to go in into the dark room in the complete darkness and try to produce what, what you took and, and everything. The whole ball of wax, right? And yeah. But I, I can... I can relate to a lot of what you're saying about the colors and, and everything because of just my experiences with photography. It's it's the same way. Uh, just just uh, I guess it was yesterday morning. In fact, I was uh, leaving home to go to work, and I had to stop in the middle of the street at the top of a hill. Uh -huh. And and grab my phone and take a picture of the sunrise because it was just that perfect moment, you know. And so I, yeah, I can totally get what you're saying. Yeah, that, that's uh, uh, yes, that's uh, that's uh, a, a moment where you see something which uh, which uh, resembles your dream. Mm -hmm. And this is something which that moment you enjoy. And you would like to share this with, uh, share this. Mm -hmm. I mean, really give it away, you know, for others who don't have the uh, uh, have the opportunity to see that, you know. Mm -hmm. 
It's like, uh, can I just uh, relate a very short line from Frank Sinatra? Mm -hmm. Sure. As the morning casts a thousand bits of sunlight, and they shine like diamonds on the morning dew, I believe that each and every single one of them is mine alone to see. Because yeah. you are there at that moment and it fulfills, it coincides with the dream, with your dream. And that's the moment of joy. And the others may not go through that same, but they can feel the joy, mm -hmm. you know? But here now, one thing which I'm wanting to tell you is, here you see something and you take a photograph which resembles your dream. But now a craft is, uh, I believe, a craft is when you can make that dream or to express that dream without any foreign uh, uh, help. Yeah, yeah. You know, because sure. a camera is a camera. The camera mm -hmm. is a part of the artist, you know, mm -hmm. but totally you is when you, if you paint a dream, you cannot take a photograph of it. No. No, and that's, uh, that's, uh, that is a thing which anyone, whether they are close to uh, with the possibility, we all can dream. You know, and when when you express a dream, when it's expressed, more uh, uh, people can feel it. You know, it's like saying, when you do something from the heart, everyone have a heart, mm -hmm. and it touches every heart, whether they like it or not. It touches every heart. But today, it's how you can impress, which is the the main point. Do you follow me? Because it's all to fulfill the ego. Yeah. It's all to fulfill that dream which we are brought up to dream. You, you follow me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so that's where we we have a very tough time of being honest with ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I try to choose a road which has least obstacles. Because then I can go, I can walk blindly. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing in my way. Mm -hmm. But uh, but unfortunately, we we misuse those qualities which we have. Yeah. And uh, it, it it's even even with a camera, you are staying close to nature. You know, it's it's the. The, the, the only way we can realize this wonder we are in is only through nature, through the tiniest. It's not the big, huge mountains, tall mountains or tall oak trees or anything like that. It's nature, in, even in its uh, finest, tiny flowers, not even bigger than your small fingernail. Mm -hmm. There's a whole universe within them. You look at them and you see that wonder in that. In that tiny thing, it's just as good as seeing the wonder in its vastness. It's the same. And it's it's your connection. When you're able to dream, you are connecting with, uh, you're connected. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You're connected when you dream. Sure.
Yeah, though you're in your subconscious state of mind, you are connected. You know, that's the true, truest of uh, our mental state. And uh, I guess we can make life that also. Yeah. But most of us want to overreach or we put too much in our mouths that we can chew. Yeah. We're too busy trying to achieve. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I say. We 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 get out of our our normal. We nobody's going to give you that advice. It's only for you to find it out. Because I believe that the human is capable of overcoming any situation. Because if we truly believe that it's our health which is the most important. Now we talk about health. The body, spirit, and mind. Everyone talk about the body, spirit, and mind. The spirit and mind is the same thing. Yeah. What about the soul? The body, spirit, and soul. Mm -hmm. We're all connected to that one soul. We don't have different souls. We have different spirits, different minds. We have different bodies. These are what we can share, but the soul we cannot share. We belong to that. And uh, and that's where when I say when you do anything with your, with your heart, it touches every heart, and you immediately can see whether that uh, you can feel if there was heart in it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. or if it's just a quick bang wallet. You know, if it something from heart doesn't have to particularly be painstaking. You don't have to sacrifice anything, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's uh, the joy that you have that uh, that itself uh, comes out, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, uh, it's uh, it's like Chris Christopherson. You're from Texas. Chris mm-hmm. Christopherson said, "We all have to walk our own road. Yeah. Can't always go where you're told. In the end." Where we land up, who knows? But we all have to walk our own road. Yep. And uh, if if we can question, we believe too much just from uh, from hearsay, you know. And uh, we because we don't take time to find out for ourselves. Yeah. To be honest with ourselves, you know. And if we want to be honest with ourselves, we. Like this professor said, look at a situation like a crystal ball. Something good happens. Don't look at it right away and feel that joy. Look at it carefully all around. It's got some dark spots to it, but you can always learn from it. Or at the same time, when you see something which is ugly and not, uh, which is disturbing, said, look around, all around. There's some bright spots over there. But there's always something you can learn from. Yeah. You know, that's slowing down. We want to, we, 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 we are moving too fast, faster than our, than our feet can take us. Today, today, for example, uh, I mean, kids today are just uh, getting fat. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a very, uh, very, uh, uh, Dangerous sign. That energy is not utilized, you know? Mm-hmm. 
but the individual has to come to that point because uh, there are too many uh, merchants coming up with the right way of doing some things and all that and all that. It's just for their benefit. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Mohan, I want to, I want to, we could probably go on for hours and hours and hours uh, with your, your, your philosophy and thought process. It's very, very, very intriguing and enlightening. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. You know, uh, just one thing before before we we go off the line. Uh, when I paint, I'm absent. <laughs> Do you follow me? I'm involved with the colors, but I'm away, far away from from what I'm doing in spirit. Yeah. And that uh, that uh, I leave myself free for anything else to take place, something else to take over. What has to uh, what has to be done? I just leave it to other forces to take it over. And uh, because I like to I like to surprise myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so as I'm not doing any harm to anyone and I'm not in anyone's way of hindering anyone, so why not do it? Absolutely. Grant's Place, the podcast where I bring you the doctors, scientists, patients, politicians, and ordinary everyday people to talk about anything and everything with facts and first-hand reports so you can make your own decisions on important issues. Cannabis law reform, politics, criminal justice, government, and economics are just a few. As always, I thank you for listening and for your generous support.